What's good out there, everybody? It's been a minute. That's what it do. Hey. Yay. Hey. 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 That's what we do out here. Good, what's up, everybody? It's your boy B L A Double K A sitting in Lynchburg City on this cold, breezy, windy day. How y'all doing, y'all? Neck of the woods, man. I know here in this in the Mideast, as we like to call it in Virginia, it's like right in the middle of the north and the south, depending upon what part you're in. So here in the Mideast, man, we got some really fucked up weather right now, man. Like I think uh, earlier this week, it was like some snow on the ground and shit like that. It's been raining. My my basement has flooded like twice in the past three weeks and shit. You know what I mean? But life is good though, man. So check it, y'all. I'm gonna jump right into it. This past week, 13. Hey, in the NFL. Hey, shit is getting crazy. Shit is getting super duper crazy. Shout out to the motherfucking Washington Redskins. Did y'all see them pull the upset of the upset of the upset of the upset? And sometimes I ask myself, was it really an upset? Let's not forget Washington defense, pass and run, is in the top five. Let's not forget the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't been able to run the fucking ball since week three. So was it really an upset? Record-wise, yeah. Players-wise, I think the Redskins, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Uh, I think they uh, I think they went to that game, man, knowing that they were going to win that game. They were expecting to win that game. You know what I mean? And, and and to see them come out and actually win that game was some real cool shit right there, yo. So shout outs again to the Washington Redskins, man. Shout out to shout out to the to the to the to the New York Giants as well, man. The New York Giants went all the way over there to the Seattle, Washington. You know what I'm saying? They came back home with a victory, man. So shout out to those two teams from the NFC Least. A lot of talk, a lot of smack. My team also, uh, we lost last night, the Dallas Cowboys to the to the uh, Baltimore Ravens, man. But yo, I want to shout out to the NFC Least, man. It's been so much smack been talked about that division man and you guys showed some real 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 carriage man uh that that being the new york giants and the washington redskins but however that 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 ride is going to be uh short-lived man because once that team whoever wins that division whether it's uh the redskins or uh, i keep calling the redskins whether it's the football team or the giants or hell if the if the eagles and the cowboys decide to get their shit together so the division is still up for grabs even though these two teams have been balling out like a motherfucker man and uh also, man, I want to say, uh, as far as the MVP race, man, you know, earlier this year, it was looking like it was going to be Russell Wilson. It looked like Russell's going to just run away with it, man. I mean, he was throwing like four touchdowns every game. And no one was really paying attention to the fact that they didn't have a run game, man, especially when Chris Carson went out. And then you started to see them struggle real bad. And you started to see Russ throw a lot of interceptions, man. And uh, I'm not off the Russ bandwagon because I still think he's going to do his thing. But as far as the MVP, and I'm saying, I didn't jump off that bandwagon wagging a little bit man so my two front runners right now and i got to give it to the young gun that's patrick mahomes and then i got to give it to my man uh aaron Rodgers. these are the two cats man right now that is running the nfl i mean look at what patrick mahomes is doing in kansas city man and and they got a nice matchup coming this weekend i'll jump into a little bit later but uh the mat you know what i'm saying what they've been doing man the past what 11 games 10 and 1 you know what i mean it's just been uh anything short of remarkable, you know what I'm saying? And I like them a lot of better 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm from VA, man. I'm from VA, Virginia, uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, to be exact. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how the rest of this plays out, man. You know what I'm saying? I me personally, I didn't I didn't have a lot of faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers to be exact. You know what I mean? I had uh because of because of exactly what for the for the reasons that I said, man. You know what I'm saying? These guys they can't run the ball, man. And if you can you you have to be formidable in the sense of being able to run the ball in the NFL. Now you don't have to get a lot of yards, but you do have to get a lot of attempts. And what that does is it keeps the defense honest. You know what I mean? So that when you find yourself in second and short situations or third and short situations, you keep the you keep the defense guessing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to speak as fast, but uh, you have to know how to keep the defense guessing. And one way to keep the defense guessing is to have a run game. And as I said a second ago, it doesn't have to be the best run game in the NFL. If you look at a team, like especially when uh, Brady was with the Patriots, those guys never had a stellar, stellar run game. You know what I'm saying? But Belichick knew that you have to have the attempts. And if you have to the attempts, then you keep the you keep the defense at bay, man. So yeah, so that's exactly what uh, the Washington uh, football team did to the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I mean, like I said, Washington's defense is top five in pass and in running. Now I know a lot of you guys, especially in the state of uh, Pennsylvania, preferably on the western side where Pittsburgh is, you guys went into that game saying, "Hey, we're gonna walk out of here uh, twelve and 0. You know what I mean? And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Now, now the crazy part about this shit is that the seeding for the NFL playoffs this year, back in the days, the first two seeds, number one and number two in each uh, conference, could get a bye week. Not anymore. Now it's just the team with the best record in the AFC, team with the best record in the NFC. Those are going to be the only two teams that get a bye week. And as great as this season has been, ladies and gentlemen, I still cannot shake the whole COVID situation. We've seen what COVID has done to a lot of these teams in the NFL. They they have re reshaped the landscape of the NFL, the COVID nineteen that is. Uh, they were talking about some type of bubble as far as trying to put the playoffs in, which I don't really think that's going to be able to be that's going to be able to happen, man. You have to travel with at least at least seventy five people on an NFL team. It's a 53-man roster. They have at least 10 coaches. And then you have to think about trainers and and and, and uh, equipment managed people and all of that kind of stuff, man. So you're going to have a lot of people traveling with you. Uh, so it's going to be very crazy to see how the NFL season conduct itself during the uh, playoffs, man. And, yeah, and, and speaking of, uh, you know, teams that did real good last week, man. Another one, I want to get a shout-out to the Rams. But what the fuck has happened to Kyler Murray? And the Arizona Cardinals, man. I mean, this guy was, he was considered for a hot second as a uh, MVP candidate, man, just off of what he was doing in Arizona. Now, the speculation that this guy has a bum shoulder now, you know what I mean? And I think that's true because I haven't seen him run the ball like that in the past three weeks, man. So, you know, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see what those guys do next week as well. And, uh, COVID, like I said, we just played the Cowboys and Ravens game that's supposed to have took place on Thanksgiving night, and that game just happened last night. So we don't have a game tonight, but we will have a game come out tomorrow with the New England Patriots. And uh, who's New England playing real quick, man? I think they're going to – I forgot exactly who the Patriots are going to be playing Thursday night. The Rams, okay. They're going to be playing the Rams, man. So we'll get a chance to see that game right there. And uh, 
then we'll dive right into Sunday's game. And uh, one of the matchups I like Sunday is going to be the, tech, the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Now, everybody saw with the Cleveland Browns. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns, man. They played a hell of a game last week, especially Baker Mayfield. This guy has been under the gun uh, since since he's entered the league. A lot of people don't really have the faith in him. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, they talked about how erratic he can be on the field and things of that nature, man. And I'm not a sh- and I'm not exactly sure who Kevin Stefanski is and where he comes from off the coaching tree. But I feel like the Cleveland Browns got their shit right this time. You know what I mean? And to have a successful organization, it starts for, first and foremost. It starts with the owner, then it goes from the president to the GM, and then it goes to the head coach, and then it goes to the players. And that's how you build an organization. Anytime you try and go away from that, man, you got to continue to have three and 13 seasons. You got to continue to have different quarterbacks, coaches, and GMs. So shout out to the Cleveland Browns, man. I think they got it right on this one right here, man. They have a stellar run game. Uh, I love the weapons that are around uh, Baker Mayfield with the likes of uh, Donovan People Jones and, 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 and Jarvis Landry. You know what I mean? And then you have David and Drew K, the tight end. You know what I mean? So he and and like I said, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield, man. So and those guys on defense, man. You have uh, Dedrick Ward, and you also have Miles Garrett, and the list of others on defense, man. So I like what I like what's cooking in Cleveland right now. Uh, I think the NFL is great when you have teams like the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants of the world, you know what I'm saying, and the Las Vegas Raiders of the world. You got teams like that doing good in the NFL. It's almost like the equivalent of having the New York Yankees and the Atlanta Braves, you know what I'm saying, and and, and the L.A. Dodgers and the, 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 the Cubs and the White Sox and teams like that, man. Stellar stellar teams. It's the same way in the, in the NBA, man. Basketball is good when the Lakers and the, and the Celtics are are competing for championships or in the playoffs, things of that nature, man. So I like it from that aspect right there. And uh, as I said, man, it's some intriguing matchups next week. You got the Texans versus the Bears. Uh, Apparently the Bears, once upon a time, they thought Nick Foles was going to be the answer. So they benched Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky has been benched and have gotten his job back more than any fucking quarterback that I can name uh, in the past 20 years of the NFL. I've never seen a quarterback other than maybe, let's say, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? But Ryan is not a young guy. Ryan knows his role. Ryan knows whatever young guy is up under him. You know, if he's a rookie or something to that nature, he's just uh, getting the car warm for him for the rookie to come and take over at some point in time like they did in Miami with uh, Tegley Avoyer. You know what I mean? So, you know, I've never, I'm, you know, I don't, not sure what it is the Bears see in Mitchell Trubisky, but to put him back in over Nick Foles, it really doesn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Considering what Nick Foles have showed since he's became a uh, Chicago Bear man, so that's going to be a very intriguing matchup right there. Deshaun Watson on the other side. Hey, what more can I say about this dude, man? This dude does not have a number one receiver. This dude does not have a stellar defense. This dude does not have a stellar run game, but week in and week out, he puts up numbers. He has more 300-plus yard passing games for a team to not have a number one wide receiver than anybody that I know in the NFL, man. And, uh, you know, 
when DeAndre Hopkins left, man, hey, listen, everybody thought that the Houston Texas was going to fall off the face of the earth, me included. But I got to give it to uh, Deshaun Watson, man, especially after they got rid of Bill O'Brien, you know what I mean, who was the uh, head coach before Romeo Cornell, you know what I mean? And they got rid of that cat, man, and it's, hey, it's just been lights out for Deshaun Watson, man. So shout out to the Houston Texans, man. Deshaun Watson, you're doing your thing, brother. Keep it going on. Another intriguing matchup, man, that's coming up this weekend is the Vikings versus the Buccaneers. Dalvin Cook has been a beast all season long. He's the second leading rusher in the NFL, and he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. So uh, the man has been doing his thing, dog. And, uh, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't give up a lot of ground gains, but they give up a lot of uh, 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 yards in the air. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be a marquee game. It's going to be another one of those big games where Kirk Cousins has to go out there and prove that he's worthy of a guaranteed contract that he received from the Minnesota Vikings three seasons ago, man. And he has yet to really, really, really have a signature win to where I can say, okay, Minnesota, you guys deserve to give this guy that, uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, fully guaranteed contract that they gave him, you know what I'm saying? Some time ago, man. But uh, yeah, I just don't, I just don't see uh, Kirk Cousins being able to go to Tampa Bay and knock off the Bucks. And the Bucks have had a a few uh, crushing losses at home while going against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, where Patrick Mahomes came to Tampa and just shredded them, their defense to death. Uh, Tyreek Hill was doing backflips in the end zone and some more shit, man. And then you, uh, before that, you had you had uh, Drew Brees lit their ass up a couple times. You know what I mean? So. You know, Tampa, they, they're licking their wounds right now. They want some get back. So I really see Tom Brady coming out there this weekend. And I see Tom Brady doing this thing. And uh, I see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the uh, Minnesota Vikings this weekend, man. I say the score probably going to be somewhere between 34 to 20, 27. I say I say uh, Tampa Bay get them by a touchdown. It's going to be a high-scoring game because, like I said, uh, Tampa Tampa Bay's run, I mean, uh, pass defense is shitty. You know what I mean? So expect a lot of points to be scored in that game, man. And then you got a uh, you got a crazy crazy game this weekend, man. While I'm looking at right here, the Colts versus the Raiders. Now, you know, what I mean, both teams, man, are doing pretty good. You know what I mean? The uh, Raiders came off of a shellacking against uh, the Jets, if I'm correct. Well, they didn't actually come off of shellacking, but they beat the Jets by a touchdown. The thing is, though, man, is that uh, who the hell calls a zero blitz? You know what I'm saying? The, the, the New York Jets, for, before I move further, man, listen, the New York Jets, I get it. You guys are trying to get Trevor Lawrence, but at least give the impression that you're trying to compete. I mean, who the fuck in their right mind calls a zero blitz? A zero blitz? A zero blitz? When you know the team needs a touchdown to beat you. You don't call a zero blitz. You play base defense. You make sure you got a safety over the top. You know what I mean? And that's how you play that. That's how they play that play right there, there, man. So uh, I can't believe they did that shit, but they did do it. And I, you know, uh, what's the what's the defensive coordinator, Greg Williams? He deserved exactly what he got. Dick, and I, you know, Greg Williams. First and foremost, Greg Williams is a pretty good defensive coordinator. Now, for those who don't know about Greg Williams, if you remember the bounty hunt when he was the defensive coordinator of the. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, and like they just put this bounty on Brett Favre's head. <laughs> He's well known for that, man. But 
He's also well known for blitzing, and I get it, you know what I mean? But Greg knows, you know what I'm saying? It's not like Greg is some rookie uh, defensive coordinator, man. I'm quite sure Greg will have a, a job next year. I'm quite sure Greg got tied up to New York Jets. Adam Gase, the head coach, he's going to be gone after this season as well. So if they do decide to pick up Trevor Lawrence, you know what I mean, uh, they're going to need to really put some pieces around them, man. They don't have anything on defense or offense to, to really offer. You know what I mean? If I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm pulling that Eli Manning. I'm not trying to go to New York. You know what I mean? Eli said he didn't want to go to San Diego. They pulled some strings, made sure Eli didn't go to San Diego. You know what I mean? John Elway didn't want to go to, uh, damn, what was it? The Baltimore Colts because he wasn't sure whether or not they was going to stay in Baltimore. So he found a way out of it, ended up in Denver. You know what I'm saying? Jim Kelly didn't want to go to Buffalo. He went to the USFL, ended up going to Buffalo. But the point I'm trying to make is that you can talk your way out of it if you so choose. And I think Trevor Lawrence may talk his way out of it. You know what I mean? But the Jets, they're, they're really trying, man. They are definitely seeking the number one pick overall. And as long as they don't win any games, because the Jacksonville Jaguars, if I'm correct, I think they've won one game. So Jacksonville's in the running for a quarterback as well. So you don't, you know, you just don't have uh, Trevor Lawrence out there. You also got the cat from uh, Ohio State, Justin. Uh, I, uh, I can't think of his name, but uh, you have him and uh, you have the guy at Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You also has Ellinger from uh, Texas, who's going to be in the draft as well. So you're going to have this quarterback class, uh, me, uh, honestly, man, for the N NFL draft. I think it's going to be a real good class. I really do. I like I like what I'm seeing when it comes to the quarterbacks that are coming out now. A lot of them are in the shotgun formation and the in the spread offense, which is the exact formations and offenses that they run a lot in the NFL. So a lot of these guys are coming in NFL ready, even if they're not so much of the top tier upper echelon quarterbacks that you may see in the SEC or the Pac-12 or something of that nature, man. But uh, there was also a couple other intriguing, intriguing games on there, man. Justin Herbert from the San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. What more can I say about this guy? I mean, no one saw this guy. I watched his career a little bit in Oregon. Uh, once again, a Pac-12 quarterback. I watched his career a little bit there. And, uh, you know, outside of my friend uh, Ross Lewis out there in Oregon, shout out to my man Ross Lewis, uh, wasn't nobody else really talking about Justin Herbert. You know what I'm saying? The biggest name uh, as far as an Oregon quarterback was basically uh, was the guy that was playing for the Tennessee Titans a while ago. I can't think of his name off my head. But anyways, Justin Herbert is really good quarterback. Uh, I like his chances against the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. The Atlanta Falcons give up damn near more yards to wide receivers than any other team in the NFL. So I really like his chances. I like him going out there throwing at least 310 yards. I like his wide receiver, Keenan Allen, grabbing at least one touchdown and about 90 yards. You know, the whole receiving core, uh, Hunter Henry, the tight end, Mike Williams, the second wide receiver. Like, I just like... I, I love Justin Herbert, man. I don't just like him. I love Justin Herbert, man. He His poise in the pocket as a rookie, that's the first thing you look for. You know what I mean? When it comes to a franchise quarterback is how poised the guy is when he have people around him grabbing at him and things of that nature. So, yeah, man, shout out to Justin Herbert, man. I really think the uh, L.A. Chargers is going to uh, beat the Atlanta Falcons this weekend, to be honest with you. And uh, then you have the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Buffalo Bills now. You know, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, there can be good losses, you know what I'm saying? And even though I was just talking that shit a little a second ago about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they don't have a run game and things of that nature, 
Uh, I do think that they're going to be in line for a pretty good game against the Buffalo Bills, man. And make no mistake about it, Buffalo is ready this year. Buffalo has the every, you know what I'm saying? They got the run game. You know what I mean? They have the pass game, you know, and, and Josh Allen has uh, made strides, you know, between last season and this season here. You know what I mean? And uh, the coaching is exceptionally well in, in uh, Baltimore. I'm sorry, in Buffalo as well. So it's going to be a very interesting game to see the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the uh, Buffalo Bills this weekend. And I do like uh, Allen to perform this weekend, but I think uh, Pittsburgh needed that loss. You know what I mean? To put things in perspective a little bit now. So I think they're going to be a little bit more uh, uh, focused on the, the, the task at hand. And so I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. And I also like the Steelers to beat the Bills by three. So I'm looking at a 31-28 game, to be honest with you guys on that end right there, man. And uh, there's another game I got up here that I wanted to share with you guys as well. The Denver Broncos versus the uh, Carolina Panthers. Where my Carolina fans at? Where my Denver Broncos, Broncos fans at, man? This is going to be an intriguing game right here, man. And, uh, yeah, uh, if I'm correct, Jake Locker is back now. He's COVID-19 free, so he's going to be starting for the Denver Broncos. I like Melvin Gordon the third, the running back in this game, man. Uh, when it comes to stopping the run, the uh, – Carolina Panthers, they just they don't really do a good job at stopping the run, man. And I also like Mike Davis, the running back from Carolina in this game. And when it comes up to the quarterback matchup, I give that edge to uh, Teddy Bridgewater. But if for all you fantasy players out there, if you guys play fantasy po- football like I do on a weekly basis, whether it's DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever it is that you guys play, uh, really give consider uh, Melvin Gordon the third this weekend. I really like Melvin Gordon the third this weekend. I think he's going to be low on uh, more so in the single digits. If in the double digits, I'm saying we're between 10 to maybe 14% ownership. Uh, outside of that, I don't really see a lot of people picking him. So if, once again, if you guys are into fantasy sports like I am, give old boy Melvin Gordon the third a tryout, man. I swear. And uh, as I was saying, like uh, last week, man, it, like I said, it was a couple, it was a couple, uh, you know, upsets, as I was saying out there last week. Shout out to the Washington Football Club. Shout out to the New York Giants. Those guys went, you know, several places last week, man, and 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 pulled off amazing defeats with one being the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. And then, I mean, everybody know what Russ Wilson in Seattle is doing out there. He's been cooking for the past two, three, four, five years. So, you know, everybody knows that story out there, man. So, shout out to those guys for being able to go out there and bring a W home, man. Uh, people have been talking about the New York Giants for, like, God knows how long, man. I know my cousin Vic got to be smiling from ear to ear right now. My boy Terry uh, got to be smiling from ear to ear right now. We think about football club in Washington and uh, the New York Giants, man. And uh, the Giants is, is – is, is, uh, of all the teams in the NFC, I think the Giants' defense is a little bit better than Washington's, even though Washington's defense is in the top five when it comes to running and passing. And uh, the downside about this shit, though, is that no matter who wins that division, uh, I don't see them actually doing anything in the playoffs. But this is the one. This, the NFL needs to look at this, and I know it doesn't happen that often, but they really need to look at this. Me, personally, I feel like every team that represents the division should have a winning record. 
You know what I mean? This won't be the first time that a team, you know what I'm saying, is representing the division with a, without a winning record. And what happens is that because that team won the division, they get to get a playoff home game, which I find unfair because in all likelihood, they're going up against a team who has more wins than them. You know what I mean? So I've seen that play out before, you know what I mean? And it doesn't happen that often. So I guess that's why the NFL, you know, don't even attempt to look at it and shit like that. But yeah, it is what it is, though. But, you know, the NFL, the football, man, is the COVID. Like I said, COVID has ran rapidly through the NFL. And, you know, so if your team, you know, you guys, if your team is not, doing what you expected them to do this year. Everyone has a legitimate reason. You know what I mean? I mean, COVID-19, man. You know, a couple weeks ago, the Denver Broncos had a wide receiver starting at quarterback. This guy had never thrown a a, a, a football as far as a professional pass in his life. He was a wide receiver. You know what I mean? Uh, We looked at, you know, the Baltimore Ravens and how COVID ravaged through their team. You know, and you know, and you saw some of the losses and things of that nature. You look at the uh, New England Patriots, who had at least eight players to opt out before the season even started, and then they had a host of other players. If I'm correct, I think close to like 18 players. You know what I mean? So you factor all of that in, man, and then you have to factor in the fact that all of their OTAs and all of that kind of stuff was done on Zoom. So these guys, they didn't get a preseason or anything, and I get it. Somebody has to win. So that's why you got teams like the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers, a lot of teams with continuity who had been there, the quarterback, the wide receivers, the head coaches, and the OCs and the DCs, they all been there for a while. So the fact that they couldn't get out there on the practice field and practice with one another didn't hurt them like it did the teams who got new quarterbacks, new head coaches, and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So I'll, you know, I'll scrap this season. Like I said, I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. I'll scrap this season. You know what I mean? Our quarterback went down, what, week five anyway against the New York Giants. So I'll go ahead and scrap this season, man. And uh, hopefully, just hopefully, by the time, you know, this comes around next year, you know, football can be back to where it was or to some degree anyway. You know what I mean? To where the guys can practice and maybe have a couple preseason games in there to get the kinks out and things of that nature, man. So, uh, but outside of that, man, a football has been stellar. Uh, it's it's right up there as far as the NBA in the sense of the quality that has been uh, produced this COVID-19 season. If that's what you want to call it. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's going to be interesting, as I said, when the playoffs and shit like that get here. And uh, whether or not they're going to do this bubble format or they're going to try it. You know, my biggest fear, and I think a lot of people's biggest fear, especially those who are in the NFL, is that let's say, you know, it's the second round of the playoffs and somebody like a Patrick Mahomes catches COVID. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the chief seasons. That's the season. Your season is over. I don't give a fuck who you put back there. When it's the playoffs and you don't have your key ingredients, it's over with. You know what I mean? So, you know, maybe everybody that's almost in almost everybody in the NFL, maybe them catching COVID now could be possibly a good thing. And by the time the playoffs come around, you guys better believe that they're going to, as far as this vaccination, this vaccine, you want to make sure they're going to make sure that the NFL and the NBA players and all of those guys get access to this shit first if they haven't already. All right. So. You know, maybe the playoffs will be, you know what I'm saying, everything everybody wanted to see, man, because it should be relatively healthy. 
You know what I mean? From understanding, you can't catch COVID twice. At least that's what they're telling us. But at the same time, we're still learning about it. But yeah, you know what I mean? Another blast season. Hey, another blast day. It's It's been uh. It's been a couple weeks, you guys. One of the main reasons why it's been a couple weeks is because I've been trying to narrow down exactly what hosts I want to continue to do my show from and what direction I want to take my show. For those who don't know, I do two different shows. I do a recorded show on a host called Anchor.com, and then I do this live show on CastBox. And uh, the way it was supposed to start was like one of the shows. Actually, both shows were supposed to be sports shows. And then COVID reared this ugly head about three weeks after I actually started my first podcast. And so there was no sports. So in order to do my podcast, I had to speak about current events, what was going on in the news and all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I became real good at it. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, a lot of people like me speaking about things like, uh, you know, COVID and the president and all of that kind of crazy shit. Talk about my family and all of that. You know what I mean? Which I don't mind doing. You know what I'm saying? I keep it as real as possible with you guys. And uh, so I, I decided what I'm going to do is uh, for my live shows, my live shows are going to be strictly sports shows. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I and for my newscasting shows and things of that nature, you can catch me on anchor.com, uh, anchor.fm slash K-L-O-C-K-W-I-Z-E. On Castbox, I'm sorry, or Anchor, and uh, yeah, you can catch the lot. I mean, the uh, recorded shows then, but uh, I'll be definitely bringing you guys a live show at least two to three times a week, uh, preferably in the middle of the week and at the beginning of the week. That way, I can prep you guys before the week of football and after the week of football. I'm also going to be doing a live NBA. Uh, updates and things of that nature as well. Keeping up with the NBA season, man. Sports is my passion. This is what I do. It's what I love. It's uh, where like probably sixty to seven percent of my knowledge is. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah. So I'm sorry about the uh, the really big break in between. But uh, your boy B L A W K A is back, and like I said, my live shows will be strictly sports shows. And if you don't want to hear me speak about sports, then hit me up on anchor.fm and uh, you can catch me with all the news shows and all of that. And hey, man, it's been a blast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in as always. Uh, continue to wear your mask and, you know, if you want to take the vaccine, do so. If not, I don't care. Love you all. Peace. <laughs>